0: Block Talk Radio. <laughs> Welcome to the Visible Conservative Christians Unleashed here on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, the Visible One himself, Thomas Dwayne Smith. So I want to welcome everybody to this short, abbreviated show. There's a lot for us to talk about in a short amount of time, so let's get right to it. So let's look. Nigerian defense chief claims a schoolgirl school girl broke. Nigeria's defense chief is claiming that the country's military has located nearly 300 schoolgirls abducted by Islamic extremists but cannot go in with force to freedom. Air Marshal Alex Bada told demonstrators supporting the country's much-criticized military on Monday that Nigerian troops can save the girls, according to the Associated Press. But he added, we can't go and kill our girls in the name of trying to get them back. He spoke to thousands of demonstrators who marched to Defense Ministry headquarters in Apuja, the capital. Many were brought in on buses indicating it was an organized event. Asked by reporters where they had found the girls, but I refused to elaborate. A senior U.S. defense official who spoke to Fox News also said that the reports cannot be independently confirmed. We want our girls back. I can tell you we can do it. Our military can do it. But where they are held, can we go in with force? But I asked the crowd. People roared back, no. If we go in with force, what will happen, he asked. They will die, the demonstrator said. Nobody, but I said no one should criticize the military. No one should come in and say the Nigerian military does not know what it is doing. We know what we are doing, he insisted. Nigeria's military and government have faced national and international outrage over their failure to rescue the growth seized by Boko Hiram militants from a remote Northeastern school six weeks ago. President Goodluck Jonathan was forced this month to accept international help. American planes have been searching for the growth in Britain, France, Israel, and other countries have sent experts in surveillance and hostage negotiations. Jonathan's reluctance to accept offered help for weeks is seen as unwillingness to have outsiders looking in on what is considered a very corrupt force. Soldiers have told the Associated Press that they are not properly paid are dumped in dangerous bush with no supplies and that the Boko Haram extremists holding the girls are better equipped than they are. Some soldiers have said officers enriching themselves off the defense budget have no interest in halting the five-year uprising that has killed thousands. Soldiers near mutiny earlier this month fired on the car of a commanding officer come to pay his respects to the bodies of 12 so- soldiers who their colleagues said were unnecessarily killed by these insurgents in the night time. I'm getting ready. I'm on my radio show. I'm on my radio show. I won't be long, though. More than 300 teenagers were abducted from their school in the town of Chibok on April 15th. Police say 53 escaped on their own, and 276 remain captive. A A Boko Haram video has shown some of the girls residing Quranic verses in Arabic and two of them explaining why they had converted from Christianity to Islam in captivity. Unverified reports have indicated too many have, two may have died of snake bites, but some have been forced to marry their abductors and that some may have been carried across the borders into Chad and Cameroon. Boko Haram, the nickname means Western Education is Sinful, believes Western influences have corrupted Nigerian society and want to install in an Islamic state under strict Sharia law. Though the population, 170 million people, is divided almost equally between Christians and Muslims. <sighs> You know folks, those individuals bad news, and they will reap what they sow it's It's that simple. they will reap what they sow. Their actions are a direct reflection. of the state of our nation and our world Hillary Clinton speaking circuit payday Hmm. let's check this out Billing Hillary Clinton spent the final years of the Clinton presidency, cash-strapped and buried in legal debt, but they weren't. But they weren't hurting for long. In her final days as first lady, Hillary landed a near-record $8 million advance for her memoir, *Living History*. And by the time. <laughs> Her 2008 presidential campaign was in full stream. Clinton's were flush, together having earned $109 million in the previous seven years. When she left her position as Secretary of State in February 2013, she had for the first time in decades something unusual, time off. He had a year or two to do whatever she wanted before deciding whether to run for the White House. In that period, she joined the Family Foundation and wrote a new memoir. He also hit the speaking circuit and cashed in, pocketing speaking fees from businesses and trade groups that certainly have an interest in carrying favor with a possible president. Since leaving state, Clinton has made more than 90 speeches and notable appearances. Her hosts have included private equity firms, investment banks, nonprofit galas, trade associations, conventions, and a slew of colleges and universities. At least two dozen of them were paid speeches. With her usual $200,000 $200,000 a speech Quentin has banked close to $5 million for her speeches and appearances in the last 15 months Wow <laughs> Hillary's for-profit speaking, gig, speaking gigs raise a serious question for a possible Presidential candidate is he being courted by or providing access to the well-heeled companies and in- industry groups, including Goldman Sachs, the Carlisle Group, Kohlberg Kravis Roberts, the National Association of Realtors. Realtors and the U.S. Green Building Council, among many others that have paid her to speak. This is a great way for our company to get access to her, to hear what she's thinking, to and to be remembered if and when she does run for office, and to help her grow that nice little nest egg that she and her husband have been intent in on building," said Meredith. McGee, Policy Director at the Campaign Legal Center. You know what, folks? It is what it is. We have folks who... People actually believe that money makes the world go round. But at the end of the day, what what do we have left? What do we have left? What do we have left? Crazy. I don't really know where to go from here, folks. But let's talk about something close to home. In the state of Missouri, you have some of the poorest performing school districts in America. You have Kansas City, Missouri, St. Louis School District, Normandy School District, Riverview, all in the St. Louis metro area as well. And these schools are unaccredited. There was a bipartisan bill in the Missouri legislature that would have provided students with the money to go to schools that were better for them. But apparently, apparently the NAACP found that to somehow be very racist. It would be very racist to remove black kids from poor performing schools and allow them to go to better schools. Because somehow it just wasn't fair. The problem with that is this. They're beholden to the teacher genius. That's all it is. They're they're beholden to the teachers sheet. And it breaks my heart. So I'm going to read the article. Nixon will veto school transfer bill. Governor J. Nixon will use his veto pen on a bill allowing students to transfer to private non-religious schools because he said it doesn't address the problem in the current school transfer law. Every, every. Child in Missouri deserves a quality public education, and that is why I'm vetoing the bill. Nixon said Friday. Let 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 me let me stop you for a minute. Every child in Missouri deserves a quality public education, and that's why he's vetoing the bill. So let me see if I understand this straight all these teachers who get to get fat pensions and checks based on nothing but taxpayer dollars, folks, guess where they send their their students? They send their students to private schools. Essentially, what it boils down to is this. They're teaching the students half-assed, but they're taking advantage of the lucrative pensions and the tenure, and they they can basically fluff through their job because they don't have no fear of being fired. So the bill sells to... Address the challenges resulting from the existing school transfer law and instead would create even more problems by allowing public funds to be used for private schools, pulling the rug out from under students who have transferred. Legislature searched all of this year's sessions for a fix to the transfer law, upheld by the Missouri Supreme Court. Last summer, which allowed more than 2,000 children to transfer from the unaccredited Normandy and Riverview Great Garden School districts into higher performing schools in the St. Louis region. The law requires the districts to pay for tuition and transportation. Those 15 million. Are slowing expenses, are drawing down fund balances in both Normandy and Riverview Garden. Representative Rick Stream, Republican Kirkwood, said in a statement that Nixon's veto condemned the unaccredited school district to bankruptcy and closure. It's a shame that he has once again demonstrated. A complete lack of leadership on an issue of such great importance, said. It wasn't the best bill, but it would have worked, he added. It's too bad. We worked very, very hard. Under the measures, students who have attended an unaccredited school and an unaccredited district for at least one semester would have been allowed to transfer to an accredited school within their district once those slots filled, students could have transferred to an accredited school and an accredited district in the same or adjoining county or a chartered school in their district. In St. Louis, St. Louis County and adjacent counties in Jackson County, another option would be available, a private non-religious school within the boundaries of their district if approved by voters in descending districts. Local tax revenue would pay for the private school transfers. If local voters failed to approve the private school transfer option and the district remained unaccredited for three years, students could move to private non-religious schools even without voter approval under the bill. Nixon voiced his opposition about the private school transfer option, saying he draws the line that public money going to private schools. He reiterated that sentiment Friday. Throughout the legislative session, I repeatedly made it clear that any effort to send public money to private schools through a voucher program met by my veto pen, Nixon said. The General Assembly ignored my warning. The Missouri NAACP asked Nixon in a letter to, the, to veto the measure, saying the private school transfer options eroded the public education system. Nixon has not formally received the bill, but has also said he would act in a timely fashion when he did. A Senate spokesperson said Nixon would probably get the bill next week. In the last week of the session, the House passed the bill 89 to 66, and the Senate passed it 28 to 3. The Senate's vote was strong enough to overturn a veto, but the House was 20 votes short of a potential override. Senator Maria Chapelle Nadal, Democrat, University City, who has worked for almost a year on a fix to the law, called Nixon a coward for his decision and said he was turning his back on poor black children. Nixon is basically saying it's okay for white children to get an adequate and superior education, and for black children, it's not. Katie Tosses, State Policy Director, for the Children's Education Alliance of Missouri and said Nixon's veto announcement sends a message to children in the Normandy School District about the value of their education. What his veto says to the kids of Normandy School District is that they don't matter, that they aren't important enough to receive a high-quality education, Cassis said. Nixon's office said he had not decided whether to call a special session of the legislation to address the issue. If he does, Chappelle Nadal says he will get the same bill back. While some legislators such as Stream and Chappelle Nadal were disappointed with Nixon's decision, others such as Representative Clem Smith Valda Village high express support. Smith said the bill would not have done nothing to fix the transfer situation. Riverview Riverview Gardens and Normandy are faithful. Because the measure, nothing more than a voucher bill. If If legislators really want to help the transfer situation, we have to put a cap on the cost of transfers and work out the transportation issue. This bill does none of that, did none of that. Nixon also was concerned about the transfer provisions, which would, which would not require the districts that send students to other districts to pay for transportation costs for those transfer students. Many students in unaccredited districts rely on bus transportation to a higher quality school. Without that, the number of transfer students transferring could fall. in the bill tuition would be determined by the local school board of the receiving district. If the district chose to charge less than 90% of its actual rate, 10% of the receiving district rate could be paid for from a state fund set up for supplemental tuition. If money was appropriated into this fund, if the receiving district chose to charge 70% or less of the sending district, Transfer students' test score was not five years, and the Missouri Department of Elementary and Secondary Education would consider that decision a factor when deciding whether to name the the school accredited with distinction. DESE released a statement saying it would continue to work with with the options available under the current law. Our immediate goal is helping students and districts smoothly close out the school year, we release really said. The bill is Senate Bill 493. So it makes you wonder what's really going on and what gets me about that bill. Everybody wanted to talk about the racist comments of Donald Sterling. But a blatantly racist act by the Missouri governor gets a free pass because he's a Democrat. Black kids are doomed. Poor schools. While those while those kids who can afford it don't have to stay. What it boils down to is this: Jay Nixon has his has his head so far up the tails of the unions that I guess you could probably call him a brown noser. That's what you call greasing the wheel, if you will. Democrats are very racist, especially those who are in office. And I'm talking Democrats of every side. I don't care if you happen to be married to someone of a different race you support the platform that makes you racist, period, until you prove me otherwise. Jay Nixon cannot tell me why it's okay that black kids get crappy education. And the irony of it all is that the Missouri NAACP they're the ones who also submitted a request for him to veto the bill. Go figure. Well, that's my commentary for tonight. So much going on in our world. Next week, starting a powerful series of shows dealing with the issue, so-called white privilege. And Monday, Monday and Tuesday, I'm going to have the bat holder who is the cousin of a United States Attorney General. And I'm also Monday, I'm also going to have Jack Cash. And we're gonna we're gonna discuss this whole issue surrounding the so called white privilege. And there's gonna be some pretty interesting and very um, very ironic things that we point out. So it's crazy folks. What it boils down to people are afraid to truly fight for what they believe in. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Welcome back to the Visible Conservative Christians unleashed here on Law well, Talk Radio and True Radio Presents. So I was going to end the show early, but I see I got a guest in the chat room, so I will continue with the marched lines. Let's see. This is interesting. Ukraine launches airstrikes against gunmen at Donetsk Airport. One day after U- Ukraine elected a new president, the Ukrainian military launched airstrikes against armed pro-Russian separatist rebels who seized the air- international airport and official there tells Fox News. A bombardment of the airport was... Reportedly, began after noon local time, and black smoke could be seen rising from buildings following the sounds of shelling. A firefight broke out after the rebels seized the main airport. Just that Petro Poroshenko was elected in a landslide victory on Sunday, Poroshenko, during his first remarks after the vote count, likened the armed separatists in the east to the lawless nature a Somali pirates, the New York Times reported. Vatilov Solonayev, a spokesman for Kiev's anti-terrorist operation, wrote on his Facebook account that the military presented an ultimatum earlier this afternoon to the unknown armed men who have occupied the airport to lay down their arms. He said the gunman didn't comply and the military launched an airstrike. Police blocked access to the airport. Hundreds of pro-Russia militia have seized government buildings and fought Ukrainian groups for weeks that their leaders have declared independence. The airport's press service reported that several dozen men from the Donetsk People's Republic had arrived at the airport about 3 a.m. and ordered the removal of all you. Ukrainian military and security personnel, the Times reported. No violence was evident at that time. Flights at the airport were temporarily suspended, but the airport statement said the rebels were not in control of any flights. Meanwhile, Ukraine's new president-elect wasted no time Monday focusing on the top issues at hand, being to negotiate an end to a pro-Russian Insurgency in the East and saying that he was willing to begin talks with Moscow. Russia quickly re- welcomed the offer from 48-year-old chocolate magnate Kershenko, raising hopes that his elections will indeed ease the protracted crisis that has fueled tensions unseen since the end of the Cold War. But the airstrikes Monday against the separatists suggest the fighting in the East is far from over. You know, under a treaty, the United States was actually supposed to go in and support the Ukraine because Ukraine is part of NATO. But they didn't. So, once again, you have someone going back on their word. But it is what it is. Having said all that, At the end of the day, when you know who you are and you know and you believe that you're all right, God has your back. God has my back. He has all our backs. And there's nothing anyone can do about it. Having said that, I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight to the short abbreviated show. Sorry about all the distraction and the voices in the background, but people are people. So, good night, God bless, and